What's up, everyone? This is a joke strap. This is the podcast, and it is Monday, and I'm actually uh, posting up another episode. Two Mondays in a row. I said I would. Well, actually, I said I would try, and I did try, and I've succeeded. I've gotten it in within about, oh, I don't know, an hour of Monday being over. So, way to go, me. All right. Now, what did you do today? But, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's see. So, recap since the last episode, what has been happening here? Um, first of all, thank you for, uh, listening to this. Second of all, uh, thank you again because you deserve extra thanks on this Monday. Um, so let's see. So, last week on the 11th, we were, uh, scheduled to have a show at O'Malley Sports Pub. Um, and then, um, I get a message around six thirty from the manager over there and she's like, Hey, um, a little worried about the, the Giants game going on tonight. Now it's a sports pub, so I understand the worries. Um, but being that I'm the booker of the show, I'm not going to straight up say, Oh yeah, you're right. We should cancel. Cause, um, even if it was an A's game, even if it was, you know, an important Warriors game in the playoffs or something. I would never suggest that I cancel a show that I'm putting together. That wouldn't be like I've I booked comedian. I've booked all the comedians willing to perform on this night. So I know if they have some interest. There's obviously going to be some other people who might have interest as well and still watching the show, even though there's another there's a imp- important game on television. I get it, but uh. Yeah, she was like, uh, yeah, I'm a little concerned about it. And I was like, all right, well, do you just want to start the, the show after the game? And then she was like, well, I don't know. Last night's game went really long. And it did. Uh, it went like, what, 14 innings? I don't know. I went to bed before the <laughs> the game was over, game uh, three between the Giants and the Cubs. Um, I know the Giants ended up winning, which is why there was a game four on the 11th. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, finally, I was like, okay, um, maybe she just wants to, I I was talking to my buddy, Jeremy and Jeremy's like, it sounds like she wants to cancel the show, but doesn't want to say, Hey, let's cancel it. So I was like, all right. So I wrote back, I was like, do you think we should cancel? And she's like, yeah, probably. It's probably best. I was like, I was like, all right, that's fine. But you could have just told me that in the first place. Why we got to play this? Like, you know, well, we got to play these mom games. Don't play these mind games. We're not dating. What the hell is going on? Anyway, uh, so yeah, um, it was fine. So so what I did is I messaged all the comedians uh, that were on the show, or so I thought I did. Um, unfortunately, I missed one in the group message, and he drove all the way from Oakland, showed up, and found out that there wasn't a show, and I felt like shit, and I was like, uh-oh, my bad. Um, I offered him gas money. I was like, hey, listen, man, it's totally my fault. I fucked up. Here's some, I can give you, send you some gas money. But then he said, no, it's okay. Shit happens. And I was like, all right. So now I just feel bad and I can't do anything about it. I mean, I eventually down the line, I, I could probably pay him back, you know, with another set or sex or whatever he wants. And I don't know. Hopefully not sex. I don't really want to do that. But, We'll see what happens. 
Um, but yeah, uh, so that was the Tuesday night. So I ended up watching the last three innings of the game, uh, the Cubs and Giants game. And uh, the Cubs ended up winning. So I don't know if that's karma. No, probably not. It's just coincidence. I actually didn't expect that to happen. I expected the Giants to win the series, and I expected them to go all the way and win the World Series and do the even-year thing again. And even though the year has nothing to do with how <laughs> sports happen, but I uh, I don't know. I just expected them to do it again because the previous three times I won the World Series, I said, no, no, no way, no way, no way, and they won. So this time I was like, yeah, they're going to do it. And... I was still wrong. So I've been wrong about them for a long time now. <laughs> I know nothing about the Giants or what they do or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, so on the plus side, uh, sorry to say to Giants fans, but on the plus side, them losing means that I don't have to cancel the show again uh, tomorrow uh, on the 18th. Um, so that show will go on. Um, and we got headliner Tina Allen back in the house. Uh, she's headlining for the second time. She did really well the first time. Uh, people were like, we love her, we love her. People were drinking, people were having fun. I went into work the next day with a hangover. It was fun. Hopefully I do not do that again. I would prefer not to. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun night at O'Malley's on the 18th tomorrow, probably today. By the time you're listening to this, if you do listen to this. Um, but yeah, so that'll be a fun show tomorrow. Um, let's see, Wednesday at the 12th, I went to uh, the Sharks, uh, San Jose Sharks opener. I went to that game. I went, uh, let's see, oh, who'd I go with? I went uh, Joy, Brian, uh, Jeremy, and then Tisha and Michael. Uh, we all went to that game. And, uh, that was uh, a fun game uh, against the LA Kings. I mean, it's always fun. Uh, it's a home opener. <laughs> um, we got these LED wristbands that they handed out, and then we got these like little commemorative Western Championships banners. Um, everybody that attended got those, and I thought the banners would g- were going to be a little bit bigger than they were, but they're, they're pretty small, so I just hung mine up in my office at work. Um, like I'll just put this here with all these rally towels I got last year and uh, yeah so that's there and uh, so before the game um, we were going around uh, just getting our food and drinks before we went to uh, our seats and uh, that was an experience because we wanted to uh, first get the um, chum beer that they have it's uh, made by Gordon Biersch and uh, we were actually seeking it out because Joy hadn't had the chum yet. So she wanted to try that beer. She's not much of a beer drinker, but since the Sharks are kind of like promoting it and the beer glasses themselves have the Sharks logo on it, um, she wanted to try it. And um, so we went to the one spot in the arena that th- we knew sold the beer. So we went up there, but then on the way she realized that they were selling the uh, beer collector cups. And she really likes collecting those so we get up to get the beer and she asks well do you guys have the collectible cups and they said no we don't have them up here so it was a choice you had to make you had to get the chum beer or 
go elsewhere to get the collectible cups. And she decided she'd rather have the collectible cup than the beer. So Brian and I, we ended up getting the the chum beer, and she did not. And then, <laughs> so after that, Brian went off to get his food, which he got, uh, like, round table pizza, and got, like, two pizzas or something like that. And then uh, Joy and I had gone to Iguana's previously. Uh, it's a new spot they have in the arena this year. Uh, we went there previously for the preseason game, and we liked the burritos. So we went back to Iguana's and waited in line for a long, long time. And they were doing a pregame ceremony. And the pregame ceremony started at 7.20. And we were looking at our uh, our watches, or not really our watches. We were looking at our Fitbits, which happened to have the time on them. We were looking, and we are like, oh, no. It's going to be close. I don't know if we're going to make it in time. And the line was going so slow. And they were like making like every burrito made to order, which is kind of nice. But it's not like I don't think people are ma- really making special requests that often with these burritos. I think they could pre-make a few at least. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there was enough time to be making them made to order like that. But uh, they were. So we get to the front of the line, we order, and then we get our burritos, and we make a beeline for it, and we're practically speed walking to our seats, and luckily we got to our seats just in time for the opening ceremonies, Um, they dropped the banner for the Western Conference Championship, um, and they do all these light spectacular show, basically with the wristbands everyone's wearing, so it was a really cool opening uh, op- opening experience uh, to see everything on display there. Glad we got to our seats back in time and glad we also got our food too, uh, w- which is really good. The burritos are good. The nachos look good too, um, but they look a little bit too messy. I don't know if I'd want to take those to my seat and risk getting all this nacho stuff on my jersey or whatever. I sported my new uh, jersey on Wednesday. 12th of that game I wore my new Joel Ward jersey that I got so that was cool um after the game we were leaving and then uh, someone was like Wes Wesley Wes and I guess I didn't hear them but then Brian like tapped me and he's like hey Wes and then I turned around and I saw uh Sam Marcu uh he's another comedian I saw him decked out in his LA Kings jersey whatever the fuck that is and uh but he's like an LA fan. That's what he does. He roots for shitty teams. But um well no, he okay, so he likes he likes the LA Kings, he likes the LA Dodgers, and then out of nowhere he likes some fucking Miami Dolphins. I don't know what the hell that shit is, but whatever. Um someone's bitter that their football team left LA, I guess. I don't know. And then came back. Or I don't know. I guess it depends on what football team you like, the Raiders or the Rams or who who knows. Anyway, Whatever. He's a cool guy, uh, regardless. Uh, <laughs> but he was like, he's all, hey, Wes, hey. And I was like, oh, hey. And then he, I think he was with his girlfriend, and he told his girlfriend, he's like, oh, Wes is a comedian. And then I was like, and Sam is also a comedian. And then his girlfriend's like, oh, really? So something like that. So it, it was just uh, a brief uh, encounter there. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeremy was like, 
he's like, wait, who is that? Who is that? And I was like, oh, his name is Sam. And he goes, wait, wait, is it Sam Obeyed? And I was like, no, no, that's not Sam Obeyed. And he goes, oh, well, then he ain't shit. <laughs> but Sam and Mark Hugh didn't hear that. But <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I think Jeremy only said that because he's actually met Sammy Obeyed before. But and obviously had to know that it wasn't Sammy Obeyed because uh, if anybody who's seen Sam Marcu and Sammy Obeyed would never confuse the two. But uh, even if you were intoxicated, I think it'd be pretty hard to do. But uh, but yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, the home opener, the Sharks ended up winning that game 2-1. to one. And, uh, oh, and uh, yeah, so it was a good time. And uh, let's see. So then Thursday, I had the um, the honor, the privilege, the excitement, the, uh, what do you call it, the opportunity to go see Brian Wilson, um, not the former Giants pitcher, but Brian Wilson, the lead singer of the Beach Boys, um, who we don't say is still in the Beach Boys because now Michael Love has the rights to the Beach Boys name and he tours with his band and they call themselves the Beach Boys. So this is basically now Brian Wilson uh, performing with his band and uh, he was performing Pet Sounds, the album Pet Sounds. Um, If you've never heard of this album, uh, I suggest you give it a listen. Even if you're not a big Beach Boys fan, Pet Sounds is was such a good album. It still holds up today. Uh, critically acclaimed. Um, so it's the 50th anniversary of Pet Sounds, and what Brian Wilson has said is this is the final time that they're going to be performing Pet Sounds in its entirety. And uh, when the tickets went on sale, which was like January 27th, I was like, I have to go. I have to. And uh, so VIP tickets for this event were $500 a piece, which I found out actually isn't as much as other VIP events. I have a friend, Joy, who went to see Gwen Stefani recently, VIP, and apparently that's like a grand or something. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, how is Brian Wilson only half of that? Brian Wilson's a fucking legend. No offense to Gwen, but Brian Wilson? Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, I ended up buying two VIP tickets for Brian Wilson. Um, uh, took my mom along, and... Uh, we uh we get there and uh we wait in line and everything and the um the emails for the event they said all right so you're going to get a signed poster and a signed uh like a what do you call it the the score sheet or the shoot i can't even think of the name not the 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 sheet music the signed sheet music for for god only knows you're going to get those two things and you're not allowed to bring any personal items to get signed, which was kind of a bummer because I had purchased the record Pet Sounds and kind of wanted the record to be signed. Um, I brought it with me. I put it in my trunk of my car. Um, we go and we get in line and everything, and then uh, I see a few other people had brought the record, and I was like, well, this sucks for them. But when they find out, they can't get that shit signed. But uh, then we waited in line. Um and then we waited in another line. <laughs> and then there's two different kind of VIPs. There was a VIP that just had the, the sound check and getting in early and that stuff. And then our sound check had this, or our VIPs had this sound check plus the meet and greet and 
you know, the autographs and all that. So the first thing they did was the sound check. And that had to be one of the most interesting sound checks I've ever seen because um, they actually fixed stuff, like, during the sound check. It was, like, 30 minutes worth of sound check. Um, and and when they were performing the songs in sound check, they weren't really singing that much because they were trying to save their voices or they were told, actually, we can hear the people telling them, hey, save your voice, save your voice. Um, so at first it was just Al Jardine and uh, the rest of the band out there. Brian Brian Wilson hadn't uh, stepped out there yet. And uh, in case you don't know, Al Jardine's one of the other original members of the Beach Boys. So he was there. And uh, Blondie Chaplin was out there who who uh, spent 10 years with uh, the Rolling Stones, and then he came on for with the Beach Boys for a couple years. So Blondie Chaplin was out there, and uh, they were doing the sound check stuff. And then there was one song, I believe it was Do It Again, uh, where they like s- started playing it, and then Al Jardine was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. This part um, that we just played, that's supposed to be at the beginning. That It's not supposed to be right here. And... Uh, he was like talking about it. And then uh, one of the other guys was like, he's like, well, we've been doing it this way the whole tour. And then I was like, well, then that's wrong because that's not how it is on the record. He's like, let's do it like it is on the record. And like, you can hear some people in the, the crowd, they're like, yeah, he's right. I was like, duh, he's right. He's Al Jardine. I think he knows the record. But uh, so yeah, they, they actually redid it during the sound check. They fixed the, the, the problem. And, uh, it, it was really interesting that you know here they are like probably midway through this tour and they still they still spotted something wrong in the sound check and they were able to fix it and i thought that was pretty interesting um brian wilson came out a little bit later during the sound check um he only played for a little bit and he was just like all right like i don't need to practice i'm brian wilson <laughs> and he's like all right i'm leaving and then they're like, they're like, no, no, no. Can you stick around just to do this, this song, this for this song real quick? Sail away, um, I believe was the song they were they were gonna do the practice next. Sail away is from uh, Brian Wilson's uh, album Peer Pressure, um, and they were gonna do that song, and uh, so Brian's like, okay, okay. So they start playing that song, and then like halfway through the song, Brian just gets up and leaves. He's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> And uh, that was pretty cool. Um, it's like, you just let Brian do what he does. Brian does Brian. Um, you can't really question what what he's doing. Um, but yeah, so then after the sound check, um, the people who just had the sound check were all told to leave and wait outside till 6.30 or whatever. And then uh, we did our meet and greet and signature thing. And then it was at that time when I was in line for that, that one, I found out that we were gonna have to take photos with uh, Brian, Al, and Blondie. Um, Blondie Chaplin's a dude, by the way. We were gonna take photos with them, um, with our own personal cell phones, which I was kind of like surprised by that. I was like thinking we'd get more professional photos taken, but also my cell phone was almost dead because of all the photos I'd taken during the sound check. And uh, I was like, uh-oh, hope I got enough juice. Luckily, we were a little bit more towards the front of the line for the, the autographs and the photos that uh, my phone lasted. 
<clears throat> and then I also found out that um, they said, okay, it's a two-item minimum for the autographs. So technically, I could have brought in my record and get it signed. So, yeah, that kind of sucked because um, that's not what the email said. The email said no personal items. Now you're saying it's a two-item minimum. You guys really need to get your shit together. But, uh, but yeah, it kind of sucked. So I still ended up getting the poster signed and the sheet music signed. The sheet music is it's really cool. Um, I I only had Brian sign the sheet music because it it's his baby. God only knows is the song, and he wrote it. That's his baby. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, Love and Mercy, um, with John Cusack and Paul Dano. Um, you should definitely see that, especially, especially if you're a Beach Boys fan. You should totally see that movie. Um, Paul Dano does an awesome job. But, uh, but yeah, it has a little bit of the behind the story of the making of God Only Knows in there. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's Brian's baby. And, uh, but yeah, so I only had Brian sign the sheet music. And then I had all three of them sign the, um, poster for the event. So... So yeah, it was it was great. And then uh my mom was like spoiling me all night. It was weird. <laughs> so after the after we met them and got the autographs and got the picture taken, we uh we went outside cuz we we had to go outside and come back in kind of thing with our actual tickets later on for the actual show. And well, we would get get back in early around 6:30 or so for the first we the VIP people got the first shot at the merch or whatever, but before that we went to um, across the street. Oh man, I can't remember. I think it's called like on the fourth or some fourth street fort something with the number four in it. Um, some kind of bar and grill, but like fancy as fuck. Um, right across the street from the, the Masonic there, the Masonic, the Masonic. I don't know the name of the venue, but uh, the, the Masonic Theater. I think that's it. The Masonic. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, Google it. Uh, but just Google it. Um, but yeah, so we went across the street. And then my mom's like, oh, I got your drink. And I was like, okay. Oh, I got some. I could get your food. Get whatever you want. I'm like, oh, man, I wish I wish I didn't have to eat so healthy. Like, I'd totally buy a big old entree right now. But I didn't because none of the big entrees looked healthy so um i uh we split an appetizer and then she bought me a beer but then she bought me another drink and i was like mom you don't need to pay for everything she's like, no 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 uh, let me treat you let me treat you i never get to treat you and i was like okay uh whatever and then uh so after we're done at the restaurant uh, we head back to the venue get in line for actual physical tickets for the show and then uh we get inside to look at the merch and I saw a hoodie and I was like, Oh, I really like that hoodie. Um, I think that's what I'll get. And I had money on me. I was prepared to pay for it. And my mom's like, no, I got it. I got it. And I was like, what? It's like $60 for this hoodie. I was like, are you kidding me? So I, she got me the hoodie. She got herself a coffee mug. And then after that, we got more drinks. Now, I bought the first round. I bought the first round at the venue. I was like, "All right, let me buy this round." So, I we both got a margarita, and then we went to our seats, 
And then uh, we went to the, <laughs> we went to our, where our seats were, and somebody was sitting in our seats. Uh, we get there, we were in second row, like in the left left hand side of the stage, second row aisle, and uh, we like show the usher, and the usher looks at our tickets, and then he's like, "Yep, you guys are here." And uh, so my mom ended up having to sit next to this lady who had a service dog. Um, apparently it's a service dog. I don't know. I'm, we were skeptical. Um, I mean, how do you know? How do you know if someone really needs one? You know, it's like, is I don't know. I guess they carry papers, right? But I've never seen, like, places, like, actually check for papers um, at public places. Like, um, I've seen... People say, oh, is it a service dog? And then the person says yes. And then there's like no argument or no, like, let me see your paper saying so or whatever. This dog was so teeny tiny. I don't know how it could service anything. Um, It was just in the lady's bag. And I don't know, the lady had a demeanor about her that seemed to like seem like stuck up and shit like that. So my mom wasn't really thrilled about like sitting by this lady with the dog or whatever. But she did, but then she would need another drink later, and then, you know, when she got her drink, I got another drink, too, so, um, (laughs) so, yeah, and then, uh, not only that, but she paid me back for the freaking tickets for the actual show, so, like, she's like, oh, it's all an early birthday gift, and I was like, well, dang, this is, like, an amazing birthday gift, so, so, yeah, the, the show was great, um, they sang, like I said, the entire, entirety of pet sounds um they sang beach boys classics like good vibrations barbara ann fun 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 uh little deuce coop little honda wouldn't it be nice which is from pet sounds but um but yeah they sang a lot of the great great songs um that people know them for they sang some songs from brian's uh solo album peer pressure uh which is a great album like sail away and um and then Brian closed it with the song Love and Mercy, uh, which is um, from the Love and Mercy movie. Um, and that's a great song as well. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was a really, it was really a fun night. Um, some, some idiot in the, in the crowd was like about pet sounds. He's like, it's better than Sergeant Pepper. And he's referring to the Beatles, you know, uh, Beatles album. And uh, Al Jardine's like, He's like, what? Uh, Dr. Pepper? What? <laughs> but yeah, it's like, we're, we're not going to go there. We're not touching that. But uh, uh, Al Jardine's son, uh, he's also been touring uh, with the with uh, Brian Wilson, and there's his band. And uh, I guess uh, his, his name is Matthew Jardine, and he actually does a lot of the falsetto, like the tougher falsettos that's hard for like Brian and Al to reach nowadays. And he had a great voice. Like, he really, he was really impressive. Um, he did a great job. And, uh, yeah, so it was a, it was an awesome show. Glad I, glad I went. And, uh, and yeah, uh, it's definitely something I won't forget. Um, so that was Thursday night. And then, so on Thursday night, or on Friday, I had a show, uh, after, I, well, I went back to work and I was just on cloud nine all day. I was like, yeah, nothing's going to bring me down. Um, and, uh, so Friday, Friday night I had a show, um, in Morgan Hill 
at a place called uh, GVA Cafe, which is like Grind Vines and Automobiles or something like that. I think that's what it stands for. Um, this place had a, like uh, ice cream, uh, coffee drinks, uh, beers and wine, and then it had a little separate room to do comedy. I was like, this is pretty awesome. And then I get two drink tickets when I come in, and they tell me they're only good for the beers. And I was like, no, because I wanted to get coffee. When I go to a new coffee place, I want to get coffee. Or a new coffee place to me, I should say. I want to get coffee. This is my first time actually performing in Morgan Hill since 2013 when I last produced shows there. So it was kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Um, Nostalgia. (laughs) But uh, I was... uh, I was like really leaning towards getting the coffee and then I saw the like their their flavors and they had a latte that you could get that was chocolate chip cookie dough. I was like, "What? I have to get this." So, of course I have to order decaf, but whatever. I like the flavor. So, I ordered it and then I'm ready to pay and she's like, "No, you can use your drink ticket." I was like, "What? So sick." Anyway, <laughs> so I <laughs> I used the drink ticket um, for the coffee, and then we go and do the show or whatever, but then I still have another drink ticket, so I got the same drink, but then I got a cold the second time, and then, yeah, so I had two, it was good, uh, I thought my set went pretty well there, um, it was funny, because it was a coffee shop, I was like, I was asking the producer, Dave Barabee, I was like, hey, uh, um, is there any like, you know, restrictions on material? Cause I do see kids around here and I want to make sure that they hear enough F words that it's not what I said, but that's what I was thinking. And, um, he's like, no, 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 we don't restrict it. We tell people, you know, be, we warn them ahead of time that it's an adult show, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool, cool. Abortion jokes. It is bro. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I did uh, some abortion bit, or not abortion bits, but, well, yeah, I did a couple of those. And then uh, I did a new bit at the beginning that actually worked pretty well. So, I don't know, I might have to use that one again. Um, and so, yeah, that that, w- that was a fun show on Friday night. And then, uh, let's see, Saturday I went to another Oktoberfest, uh, my last one. Uh, of the season uh, that was at the Hiller Aviation Museum in San Carlos um, limited myself to three drinks only and uh, then after the Oktoberfest we went to a it was a Joy, Brian and Brian's dad and me we all went to um, this place called Sneakers Sneakers Pub and Grill or something like that in San Carlos, which is actually right around the corner from the Rail Club in San Carlos, because I was like, this place looks familiar, but I couldn't figure it out until we left. But um, yeah, we went to, went, to, went to a place called Sneakers, and it was actually pretty cool, because you could, uh, there was like individual booths, but at each booth, there was a TV. So we sat in a booth, and we're like, hey, switch this TV to the Sharks game, because that started like just minutes before we got there. So we ended up watching the Columbus Blue Jackets and San Jose Sharks game there. And then the Blue Jackets uh, lost. The <laughs> San Jose Sharks won that game 3-2. Uh, to two. So so that was cool. Uh, Brian af- actually left the restaurant after the second period because he was a little too tired from his drinky drinks. 
So him and his dad left, but Joey and I stuck around for the whole game and watched it till the end. And um, yeah, so that was pretty much uh, this past week in a nutshell. It was a big old nutshell. Um, but yeah, so um, coming up this week, well, tomorrow, of course, is O'Malley's. We got that O'Malley Sports Pub tomorrow night, and that's got 8 o'clock. And uh, like I said, Tina Allen will be headlining that, and uh, that's going to be a fun show. Uh, next month, um, uh, next month's going to be a big month. Um, I've already mentioned it, going to Disneyland. Uh, that'll be in about, I don't know, 24 days, but who's counting? Um, we got that trip on Veterans Day weekend. That's exciting. And then when I get back from that, I uh, the Wednesday after that, I have an audition uh, at Rooster Tea Feathers. Um, I'll be hosting a showcase, a Wednesday showcase there. Um, but it's also an audition for me to hopefully get some uh, weekend work at the club. Um, so hopefully that'll go well. And uh, so got to work, got to work out all my stuff, figure out what I want to say. Probably won't say the abortion jokes during this audition. Probably not. Um, but who knows? Stranger things have happened. Um, have they? I don't know. But um, so, yeah, that's uh, pretty much uh, the past week and this coming week in a nutshell. Uh, let's touch on the, um, I've mentioned the Sharks briefly. Let's touch on that. Um, they are now 2-1. Two and two and one. Um, they won their first game of the season at home, uh, two to one, the one I went to, and then they won three to two against Columbus. And then today they lost seven to four to the New York Rangers because they can never win at Madison Square Garden. Um, the fact that they just scored a goal today is impressive (laughs) given the history. Um, but yeah, so that's their current record. Um, in the baseball world right now, the Cleveland Indians took a three-game-to-none lead over the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. Uh, the Dodgers and Cubs are tied at one game apiece. Uh, they play again tomorrow. And uh, so it was looking like the Indians are almost a shoe-in for the World Series. And uh, we'll see what happens with the Cubs and Dodgers. I'm pulling for the Cubs here. But we'll see what happens. And uh should be... I think if it's the Cubs and Indians, it'll be one of the highest-rated World Series. I I really think that. Um, Maybe not in the Bay Area itself, but just overall. I think it'll be one of the highest-rated ones. Um, I'm not so sure. Uh, If it's the Dodgers and Indians, I'll root for the Indians. But if it's the Cubs and the Indians, I'm going to root for the Cubs. And then, yeah, if the Blue Jays somehow make it, I'll be surprised. (laughs) But... But yeah, um, so that is pretty much everything that's going on right now. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, this past weekend, uh, my roommate Jeremy, he was uh, gone. He was at a wedding. So I ha- I spent a lot of time with the cat this weekend, Loka. Loka gets a shout out on the podcast. But uh, yeah, spent a lot of time hanging out with her and... Uh, watching TV with her, watched the Niners game Sunday. Um, I watched it. 
until shortly after the second quarter or after shortly after shortly after the start of the third quarter and then I turned it off and I decided I'd rather hang up curtains in my bedroom than watch that crappy <laughs> whatever the hell that was the 49ers are doing on Sunday. I think Chip Kelly is about to get fired. Um that's what I think. But what do I know? Not much. Um <laughs> So yeah, that was the weekend, um, aside from the Oktoberfest, was uh, hanging out with Loka, and uh, yeah, so that pretty much sums everything up within this past week of what was going on, and uh, anyway, uh, we will catch you again on our next podcast, uh, on our, our, who's our, it's just me. Um, I will catch you again on my next podcast. Hopefully uh, you'll give it a listen. And uh, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, this is the Joke Strap Podcast. And uh, my name is Wes Hoffman. And uh, next episode uh, should be on October 24th if I can keep this shit up. All right. Thank you all. And hope to catch you at a show. Um, you can check out my website. Oh, wait. Before I go. So I posted these... Uh, the headshots that I had taken recently, I posted those um, to Facebook last night, and apparently um, I didn't realize I would be getting so many comparisons to one uh, currently dead Billy Mays. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of people going, OxyClean, and Billy Mays, is that you? And stuff like that. And now there's people that <laughs> are online asking me if they can make memes out of my photos. And at first I was like, well, I, I don't know. But then I was like, yeah, whatever, go for it. Let's see what you got. Let me show me, show me, show me your best meme like of me. Um, could, this could be interesting. It could be fun. See people's like uh, creativity. Uh, give them a shot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I thought that was funny. Like Billy Mays was the number one comment everyone was saying about the headshots. But, uh, yeah, I posted, like, I think 10 or 11 headshots and uh, all different ones. And, uh, yeah, I think they turned out pretty good. So, um, yeah, and if you want to check out uh, those, you could check out my Facebook page, whatever. Uh, you could check out my website, westhoffman.com. I'm on Twitter, at WestJoke, on Instagram, at WestJoke. And, yeah. So, I will catch everyone hopefully at a future show. And uh, all the show information is also at my website, westhoffman.com. And uh, I've gone a little long with this episode because I actually had shit to say. So thank you all for listening. And I will catch you on the next one. All right. Bye.